Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1 Foreign rescue teams joined Moroccan rescue workers in a race against time to find survivors on Monday, September 11th, as well as to provide assistance to hundreds of homeless people whose homes were flattened by a powerful earthquake on Friday night, September 8th. More than 48 hours have passed since the earthquake struck central Morocco, with the latest reports indicating that so far 2,497 people have been declared dead and 2,476 people were injured. As rescue efforts enter a third day, rescue teams are trying to reach potential survivors before what officials call the, quote, critical period for search and rescue runs out. The Moroccan army have attempted to reach the villages near the epicenter of the earthquake, but have encountered difficulties due to the sheer destruction. The Moroccan government earlier announced that it accepted, at this stage, offers from four countries to send search and rescue teams, which included Spain, Qatar, the United Arab Emirates, and the United Kingdom. Spain's rescue team arrived in the country on Monday morning, consisting of 56 soldiers and four dogs. Many countries such as France, the United States, and Israel have offered to help Morocco in the aftermath of the devastating earthquake. Other offers could be accepted in the future, should needs evolve, the Moroccan Interior Ministry added. The French government said on Monday that it had pledged $5.4 million to aid organizations in Morocco. France's government announced that the money will go to organizations already active in the disaster zone. Foreign Minister Catherine Colonna told the local French BFM broadcaster. Countries were not the only ones to offer assistance in the wake of the 6.8 magnitude earthquake. The heads of the World Bank International Monetary Fund, African Union, and the Un European Commission announced that they have pledged to, quote, mobilize our technical and financial tools and assistance to help Morocco. Pharmaceutical giant AstraZeneca also joined in to help, saying in a statement that the company has pledged over $1 million to support immediate humanitarian relief efforts with leading global nonprofit humanitarian partners and through matching of employee donations. Number 2 President Joe Biden will spend September 11th far from the sites of terrorist attacks that claimed the lives of 2,996 Americans 22 years ago, opting instead to send his vice president to the ceremony at Ground Zero. Vice President Kamala Harris flew Air Force Two to New York City to honor the victims of the 2001 attacks at the National September 11th Memorial Plaza, while the President commemorates the attacks at the military base in Anchorage, Alaska. Top on the minds of many 9-11 family members turned activists are federal documents being withheld from the public about Saudi Arabia's alleged involvement, as well as the plea deals being mulled involving some of the attacks masterminds. Quote, not, on, not only are we fighting the Saudi government, we're fighting our own government, said Dennis McKinley. It's like our government is helping the murders. McKinley lost his older brother Danny, who was in the South Tower that day, and is infuriated by the fact that the Pentagon is contemplating plea deals for some Al-Qaeda detainees, such as the purported 9-11 mastermind Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. McKinley's family and other victims' kin received a letter informing them about the potential deal several, week ago, several weeks ago, though last week the Biden administration rejected some of the concessions being considered. Quote, they're telling us it's probably not going to go to court, and the reason is they don't want there to be a trial because these terrorists in Guantanamo Bay, they're going to spill the beans on Saudi Arabia's involvement and alleged U.S. failures in the run-up to the attacks. Khalid Sheikh Mohammed's attorney in Guantanamo Bay told the attorneys for the McKinley family that if you guys had this information, everyone would be up in arms. For years, 
Family members have feuded with the government over files that could shed more light on how the terrorist attack was orchestrated. Complaints have been levied at the Bush, Obama, Trump, and Biden administrations, claiming that the government is still hiding something from the American public. Number 3 New Mexico Governor Michelle Luan Grisham has declared a 30-day prohibition on the public carrying of firearms in Albuquerque and its county, citing the need to address gun violence in the region. This move has drawn criticism from opponents who argue that it infringes upon constitutional rights. The ban, announced on Friday, September 8th, has been issued as a declaration of public health emergency, allowing the state to access additional resources. The executive order applies to Bernalillo County and prohibits the open and concealed carrying of firearms on state property, public schools, public parks, with the exception only for law enforcement and licensed security personnel. Individuals with valid gun permits may still possess firearms on private property. When transporting a firearm, individuals must ensure it is rendered inoperable, such as by storing it in a locked container or utilizing a trigger lock. Violations of the order may result in fines of up to $5,000. Governor Grisham, a Democrat, took action in response to recent tragic shootings involving children, including the fatal shooting of an 11-year-old boy outside a minor league baseball stadium in Albuquerque. During a news conference on Friday, September 8th, she characterized the shootings as an epidemic and stated that the, the suspension of firearm carrying would provide a, quote, cooling off period for the state to develop effective strategies to address gun violence and enhance public safety. She acknowledged the likelihood of legal challenges to the, to the suspension and couldn't guarantee its performance, stating, I welcome the debate and the fight about making New Mexicans safer. On Shabbos, September 9th, the National Association for Gun Rights, along with the local Albuquerque resident, filed a lawsuit against Governor Grisham, seeking to prevent the enforcement of her order, asserting that it violated the Second Amendment to the Constitution. They cited a Supreme Court ruling from the previous year that deemed a New York law restricting carrying guns outside the home as unconstitutional. On the same day, another lawsuit challenging the order was filed by the Gun Owners of Foundation and the Gun Owners of America on behalf of a New Mexico resident. Furthermore, the New Mexico Shooting Sports Association, the official state affiliate of the National Rifle Association, has announced its intent to file a lawsuit against the ban, as confirmed by Anthony Segura, a spokesperson for the organization. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on HACO Radio, and have a great day.